Hello, everyone, and welcome to Cooking with Positivity. I am your host, Zykeia McCoy. Here at Cooking with Positivity, we like to focus on positivity leading to success, whether that be in your business, in your love life, or in your everyday decision making. Gonna go ahead and kick us off with our positivity poem for the month. Welcome, April. Bring on the sunshine to brighten up our expectations. Cook dauntlessly, infusing wonderful ingredients together like positivity, tenacity, and creativity. Allow the spring showers to wash away any doubt or trepidation and grow into who you were meant to be. It is Tuesday. When we come back, we'll be joined by our co-host and family member, Kimberly Biggs. Happy April, everyone. This month is our month of growth. We want to hear your stories of what you are growing this month. We also want to hear your stories of how you're staying positive and how you're dealing with this pandemic. Be sure to check out our sponsor, Lash Binder, who right now is granting a great discount on a Lash Binder for only $10. And those purchases will still provide a free Lash Binder to a survivor of chemotherapy. Also, if you do not want to purchase a Lash Binder, you can still use our discount code. Just put in Cooking With Positivity at your purchase and you will get 15% off any purchase. Also, be sure to play our games. They're fun, they're free, and you will win prizes. So be sure to tune in for our Fun Free Friday and answer our trivia questions. And I hope everybody has a great week. This has been your monthly reminder. Cooking with Positivity family. Hump Day is almost here and I want you to make sure you join us on Wednesday for some riveting host chat, maybe an interview and some movie talk right here on Cooking with Positivity. Welcome back guys and we are joined by our co-host and family member Kimberly Biggs. Kimberly, how are you? How are you tonight, Zah? I'm doing wonderful. Practicing social distancing, keeping it, you know, keeping it quiet in my own little bubble. But uh, I've seen a whole lot of controversy in our city this past week. You know, the governor, he decided not to uh, open any non-essential businesses back up like everybody hoped. And this caused a protest. And a lot of people were very vocal as to uh, their disdain, as to him not opening the non-essential businesses back up. There was one man in particular that I saw, he was using a whole lot of profanity, (laughs) and he was saying that, you know, how can you determine what's essential? And he mentioned something that we talked about last week, which was the liquor stores being open. And he was saying, how are the liquor stores essential? Right. And we talked about that. And it said it's in kind of crisis 
you know, people who do not drink needs an edge off. So they might go in and get them a little bottle of wine to calm, just to calm their nerves. Right. But this, this gentleman was, uh, he was Caucasian. And I'm going to assume that he was a small business owner because a lot of uh, the small business owners are were shut down. I know my uh, catering business took a hit because I mostly ship. And with the new, you know, shipping rules and things like that, I had to readjust and pivot <laughs> from what I normally ship out. And I had to uh, try to think about repackaging because it's taking the mail a lot longer to get to people. Okay, well, for for your businesses, you talk about businesses, what did you have to completely change for repackaging and everything else? What is the government guidelines for that? For people who do have small businesses, who do ship out items, what do you have to do? Okay, well, I know because I was going through our U.S. Uh, Postal Service. They were telling me they didn't want us to ship any, like, meals or anything. And, you know, that's what I do. I ship pans of food a lot of the times to New York, you know, and to other places like Chicago, things like that. And when I went to ship, okay, I had jerk chicken. And, uh, plantains and cabbage. Now I have, uh, ice packs that I line the boxes with. And the, the meals are semi-frozen. So that way it'll, it'll last through travel time. And it's normally three to four days. So the food is good. But with the delays in shipping and the new guidelines, I could not, uh, Ship the pans of food how I was shipping them. And then they were telling me they don't even want me to ship, like, my uh, detox soups and things like that because they're jarred. They only want you to ship, like, canned goods and maybe, like, uh, sealed items that you'll get from the grocery store. Okay, so, like, well, care packages. You have three different kind of companies that ship like the frozen meals that's frozen. So what's the difference? Because I'm I'm a private shipping, so it's like personal to personal, and they're shipping out of a factory. Oh, okay. okay. Yeah, so it's, I, I package everything and seal it myself. <clears throat> Whereas a factory, you know, it goes through the machine. It's sealed in box and all of that stuff in the factory. Okay. It's coming from me okay. as opposed to that. So I had to change that stuff. I had to change all of that up Okay. when this thing first started. With the commercial that just came on about, um, I can't think of the company. They had frozen vegetables. She made a smoothie. They made meals. That's how I've asked them. Oh, yeah. I, oh, I know. I know exactly what company you're talking about. <laughs> because uh, but that, that's the kind of boxes I use. But as far as the keeping everything cool and stuff, you know, my stuff is not factory 
made. Everything is homemade. I make everything in my kitchen, and I package it myself, and I ship it out. Okay. Yeah, so there there were guidelines, and then I was going to go back to UPS, but they have more delays than the U.S. Postal Service. So right now I'm just, I'm just shipping out if you want. If you want certain dishes, I'm shipping it out, but you got to give me at least uh, four to five days. Okay. So, talking about the um, rice and all that, for small business only, you have been picked. Do you have to uh, apply for your small business loan to get approved from the government to get help? I have not as of right now because, you know, I have multiple streams of revenue. I'm also an author, so I'm focusing on my books, and I'm focusing on the podcast, mainly right now. I still, like I said, I still have the gift baskets, because, you know, Mother's Day is coming up, Father's Day is coming up, so I still have the gift baskets, but as far as everything else, I've kind of put that on pause, (laughs) because I don't want nobody to get, first, I don't want nobody to get any, like, spoiled foods. Two, I don't want to run out of, you know, funding and have to try to apply for a loan because right now all the financial, you know, distributions is is very hectic. There are people not working. They're short-staffed. And if you try to call in and the banks don't even want you in the bank right now. So so, there are so many different things that go into that part that I just don't, I don't have the manpower and the energy to deal with. The bank's lobby is not open, but are they drive-thru open? The drive-thrus are open. We spent uh, 45 minutes in the drive-thru because it's only supposed to be three employees in there at a time. And it's supposed to be a manager a teller and a security officer. Okay. Those are those are the that's here in Virginia. I don't know about other states. You know, you guys can hit us up. Let us know how your banks are running and operating right now. But I know here in Virginia, that is the the rule of thumb. It's supposed to be three employees at a time. Okay. So, and it's only the drive-thrus that are supposed to be open, which has proven very difficult for people who need to, uh, you know, get money orders and get certain checks and stuff, things you have to show ID for. So they had to start doing, you know how when you go to the pharmacy, they send you the little, the little swoopy thing into the slot? Uh Uh-huh. They had to start doing that at some days. Okay. So you get so they can see your ID, and they can send you out paperwork, and you can sign it. So it's a very long wait in the drive-through. That I will definitely say that. Okay. I took a nap in the in the car. I was not driving. I'm, I'm a passenger. I'm a faithful passenger. So no worries. <laughs> but that that is another. Trust me. Even if you was a driver and the person in front of you 
<laughs> but that's why I just want to clear that up because she'd be like, oh, you taking naps at the wheel? Like, that's not me. I just wanted to be clear. But uh, Donald Trump had to come on and back the governor saying that, you know, we're not ready to be open yet. Is there's Donald Trump had back the governor of Virginia with his decision not to open any businesses back up yet. Okay. Because we are at six thousand eight hundred and eighty four cases of coronavirus. As of when? As of yesterday. Okay, do you need to recheck that? Because we got the 10,000. 10,000? 10,000. Well, okay. Well, and our deaths, our deaths, okay, so this is what the news reported. I'm not going to say the news outlet that reported it because, again, they don't always be right. But they're saying that we are at uh, 200 deaths. In the city of Richmond. Mm. I don't know about Henrico and Petersburg and all of that. But in the city of Richmond, we're at 200 deaths. But they're saying that it looks good that we could possibly open because the deaths are not going up since the other day. But I'm quite sure that has probably changed since then. Yes, it's like every 30 minutes is changing. So... This this is why Trump has backed the governor because a lot of people are saying like he's going too hard, he's being too strict. I say we need to be as cautious as possible because if we were as cautious to begin with, the numbers wouldn't have got so high so fast. But I I, I believe that the numbers are higher than that because. A nursing home is not required to tell you that how many patients have died and what they die of. So, um, this morning on the news, it said one nursing home in Hillrico had 36 confirmed yeah. cases and 17 had passed. That's Canterbury. But it, it says they're not, they're not obligated to say what they are passing. They pass on, which is true. So I don't. I believe that the numbers is higher than what they're going into saying. Um, because some say that you know the person died of pneumonia, but they had the virus, but they died of pneumonia. Did the virus cause them to have pneumonia to pass? So how are they documenting? They died of the COVID nineteen, or did they die of pneumonia? Well, see. And I, I dispute that. I feel like in a pandemic, you should have to report every death and what they die of. That death, they never pointed at a COVID-19. They died of pneumonia. But what caused them to have pneumonia? The COVID-19. So how are they wording it as um, cause of death? I feel that way about that. I feel that way about um, murder cases. Uh, it depends on how they wrote it, depends on how much. If a person is charged with murder, what's the difference between murder and homicide? 
That part I do not know. Okay, since <laughs> the years you will get. Really? <laughs> yeah. oh, I need to go look that up. I'm going to do some research. It depends on how they word it. Is the person charged for first degree homicide or first degree murder? And, and what is the difference in the crime? Did they still kill somebody? It depends on the year. It depends on how they were. It depends on the year. Same thing as the coronavirus. Same thing as um, the HIV. You know, a lot of people who die from AIDS is because finally they died from the last result of having pneumonia. So did they cause from? Did they did they die from the pneumonia or did they die from having the virus of HIV? Which one? See, it all depends on how you wrote it. Well, there is some good news as far as... So I need to hear some comments. Okay, so they are providing drive-through testing now. You'll pull up curbside, and they'll administer your test. You don't even got to get out your car. Yes, that has been like that at my job. That's what we have been doing. And there are uh, multiple is opening up. They doing it in the African American community. Yes. And there's also um, been videos showing how the coronavirus uh, test is administered because a lot of people were scared. They were saying like they didn't want they didn't want to draw blood, they didn't want to give blood, they didn't want to get a transfusion. All of these, all of these things. So the video went out. I want to say the video went out last week. I just seen it. And my mom just, she just went and got tested. So she told us all the gory details. But I was like, I already seen the video. I don't really need to know how it felt. But it's similar to a, a sinus test. Yeah. So my question is to you. If a, if, a, if a vaccine, and they will make a vaccine just when it will be available, and how effective will it be, would you get the vaccine? I see, that's a tough one, because I, I wouldn't be the first, I wouldn't be in the first group, I will say that. I will be, I would not be in the first group to jump at it. I would have to see it be, you know, proven to be effective. Because the uh, Tom Hanks' wife, when she was treated for a coronavirus, she said they gave her something, and she had bad side effects. She was delirious and lightheaded and nauseous, and she felt just as bad, if not worse, after they gave her what was supposed to be something to help her fight the coronavirus. It gave her, you know, a higher fever and everything. Okay. So, I, like I said, I would have to wait and see. I would not be in the first group of people. Okay. <laughs> because they have, they have some, they have what they believe are, you know, efficient enough vaccines right now. But, again, I'm not going to volunteer for any of those. I have to see the results before I say, yes, let's go. Let's do this. 
Yes, I want to see like how many people have had the vaccine, what's the outcome. You're right. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. That's what I'm saying. I know a lot of, I see a lot of people going to like the uh, colleges and uh, hospitals and, you know, volunteering to get the vaccine. But again, I'm, I, I have not heard too many, you know, results other than a couple to say I'll go. They've been doing that for years, you know, at colleges, it's like, um, you see it on TV, if you're a smoker, come down to VCU, we do a study on smokers, and if you take Oh, yeah. <laughs> so they've been doing that for years, you know, I've for years. If you want to lose weight, come down here, we're going to monitor you, if you're the age of this and this, and if you overweight, we're going to give you this pill for a certain amount of weeks, and we're going to pay you for a certain amount of weeks to see how it affects. Oh yeah, but like I said, I'm never in that group, that first group. Like I have to see the results. I have to speak to these people. I have to get all of the information before I say, yeah, okay, I'm gonna go ahead and do this. Right. I'm not, I've never been one of those people that's like eager beaver. Oh yeah, I need to jump at this. No, that's okay. I'll wait. I'm not, you know, showing any signs of the coronavirus. I don't feel sick. I feel fine. My throat was just a little scratchy. I was drinking some lemonade. It was very sour. But other than that, I feel great. So now they said that the most deadly one is two days to three days prior before you show signs. That's when you are more toxic and that's when it's more spreading. See, that's what I'm scared of. You might be with somebody and they asymptomatic and they have it and they asymptomatic and that's when they are the, the most deadly. Oh, this I know. That's why I'm practicing social distancing. And I've only been around people that have either been tested or have been isolated and quarantined since the beginning. I have not been around any and everybody. I have not even been in the stores like that. I made uh, one one trip to the store uh, a week and a half ago. And then I just stocked up, and I've been in the house inside ever since, around people that I know who either got tested or we're practicing social distancing, and we got our mask on. I'm not taking any chances, but look. (laughs) But you know something else strange going on here in Virginia is uh, we've had a ton of frost advisory. Like, it's getting so cold at night that they're advising people to, you know, put blankets over their their garden and things like that because things are getting frostbitten. Well, uh, we were just talking about that the other day because the other day, um, you guys talk about the Bible, you know, you say you're not going to know one season from another season. But the other day... <laughs> yeah, that was always been. Up here, the other day, Thursday, Wednesday, we had four seasons in one day. You woke up that morning, we mm-hmm. were cold as I don't know what, frost was in the grass, frost was on the windows, and I'm, I'm sorry, it was on that, it was on that, it was Monday. Monday? Okay. Easter, it was Monday. Last okay. Yeah, okay. Then, um, around 8.30, quarter to 9, it was so, first of all, it was cold, 
raining. Right. And he showed off that it looked like, because uh, he was in a tornado warning. It looked like he was going to have a tornado. Let's see. At 10 o'clock, it was pouring down raining. Around 11.30, it stopped raining. And the sun, I see the sun just came out. And you were out there, it was like a, a, it was like a fall day. Well, you need just like a jacket on. Right. Uh, and then around 2, because you know I'm a smoker, I went out. It was like a 20 day. When I got off of 4.30, it was 87 degrees. What in the oh, world? And that's what I'm saying. And, and, and it is so, it's crazy to me because we're in the middle of spring. And the temperatures are dropping so rapidly. Uh, there's a lady. She says she went out, you know, because she wanted to go to the grocery store. And she went out to open her car, and her windshield had frosted over. And she tried to, you know, I guess get the little wiper, you know, and clear it up enough so she could see, and her windshield broke. Yeah, it's been cold. I have been turning on my heat at nighttime just to take the chill off the house. And that is dangerous. So make sure y'all are paying attention to the frost advisories if you are in Virginia. Yes. And when we come back, we're going to have our We the Women segment. Are you an artist looking for some exposure? Or do you have a project you would like to promote? Maybe you would like to be interviewed. Send us an email at cookingwithpositivity at gmail.com so we can help you reach for the stars. Are you loving what you're hearing and want to hear more? Be sure to check out this amazing, inspiring, and up-and-coming artist and songwriter, Jay Queen. She can be found on BeatChain, Facebook, and YouTube. He has the talent, the skill, and the focus. Producer. Writer. And all around artist. Turn Me Up Loco can be vibed with and supported on SoundCloud. YouTube and Facebook under STFU Music.
for no cap, it made me mad, yeah. Mad as a bitch, cause I just killed this shit. Ain't got no time for no hit, and I got money too, yeah. yeah. Sauce all on my body, I got big drugs. Used to be broke, now I got blue chips. I put yeah. my heart into this shit, that ain't no lie. Yeah. Excuse me if I'm tripping, I can't wait, cause I'm on fire. Yeah. These niggas ain't been listening to all this shit I drop. Yeah. Consistent with the hits, billboard shit like every time. Go. I give you all the pain, a nigga feeling every line. Yeah. Be sure to support today. Welcome back, guys. Now, uh, Kimberly is going to take the We the Women segment this week. In the We the Women segment, we support women who are doing great things in the world and in life. Take it away, Kim. Okay, so I would like to talk about um, two doctors that are in North Carolina. Um, and they are talking about how Dr. Um, Jerry and Dr. Reed are both members of the National Professional African American Women Organization called Links Incorporated. Okay. Right. And they form many different chapters across the country to raise awareness about the coronavirus in the African-American community. Right. And one of them, they want African-Americans to realize that they can get it. You can't pass. You can die from it. You are not immune from it just because you are African-American. Uh, well, we cleared that up in uh, week one. Well, the court <laughs> We cleared that up, but you still have people out here that feel like I'm African American or I'm black or however they want to classify themselves. We can't get it. And yes, they are getting it. Also, they want to be aware that African Americans is not getting the recognition, the rec you know, recognition of how many African Americans that do have it, that do, that have passed from it. So they are reaching out and let African Americans know this is this is seriously and yes we 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 are dying from it. Right. You still have people who feel like you cannot get it. It's a myth that African Americans are most likely not to get the COVID nineteen. But that's the saddest thing ever, but Right. They also want to talk about um they also talk about um the view, like, but like we all, like we said last week, the physical abuse of the woman is worn up. Um, it, it's a lot. So I read about them this morning. Uh, check that, check them out. They uh, are in North Carolina. And there are two African American physicians in Wilmington who are doing positive things about, um, the COVID-19 and our African American community and while we are as fortunate and we have to come together to realize that yes we are vulnerable too and we are at greater risk for the virus 
because many of us, in one thing they are saying, many of us are essential workers who do not have the option to stay at home. Right. So we have to be aware of that. Well, we salute you, ladies, Dr. Khadijah Reed and Dr. Lakeisha Jarrett. We support you, and we appreciate all of the positive things you're doing in the community and in the world. Right. Even if this wasn't going on, we know as African-Americans, we don't get the same level of care regardless of our social economy. We don't get it. We don't get the same that is for sure. Well, we salute you. We want to give you some whoop whoops and some big ups. Okay. Thank you for all your positivity. When we come back, we're going to have our question of the week discussion. Hey, Cooking with Positivity family. Be sure to tune in on Thursday where we take it back. We'll break down some of our favorite old school jams, the artists who made them huge, and what they mean to us. With some fun along the ride. Be sure to join us right here on Cooking with Positivity. I just came through a lot of haters in here, so I keep it confident. Are you ready for Mother's Day? No worries. Zykeia McCoy has a gift basket any mother would dream of. Be sure to stop by ZykeiaMcCoy.com and grab your mom the gift basket filled with so many yummy things she will enjoy immensely, as well as the book Mother, the first nine months included. Grab your gift basket today. Welcome back, guys. Now, uh, last week, our question of the week was very, you know, jarring on social media. And the question of the week was, is chivalry dead in 2020? Kimberly and I were talking about how men in this day and age, they don't do all of the chivalrous things that they used to do, you know, decades ago. They don't open doors. They don't offer to get you coffee when they get coffee. They just, they don't. So <laughs> that was our question of the week. And it was uh, very, very interesting. Kim, I don't remember if you said yes or no. I know I was clearly on the side of no. I believe chivalry is dead in 2020. I believe. I don't know. Because and it's it's and I said I said no I did the wrong thing I'm my bad it was I said yes I believe chivalry is dead especially in a majority of men these day and age because the roles have reversed and uh, someone actually commented and said something similar to that and I wanted okay. to add a guy what you said what was the comment okay. So I'm just going to give you all the results. Uh, 29 people said, no, chivalry is not dead in 2020. And uh, 23 people said, yes, chivalry is dead. And I want to shout out uh, Speak Up Sis Podcast because she was the first to respond on Instagram saying, no, chivalry is not dead. 
and I reached out to her to try to get her, you know, to elaborate, give us a comment. But Justine Davis on TikTok said, yes, chivalry is dead because the roles have reversed so much. Women are so independent that men feel like they don't have to be chivalrous. But just because I'm independent don't mean I, I don't want my door opening. <laughs> yeah, and, and that that was my that was my response. Yeah, you know, independent. Don't mean I, I, I wasn't asking you know if you're going out on a date, you opening up my door to the car to the restaurant. Open that door. Um, and, uh, we had a. We had a gentleman in a group on Facebook. I'm not going to mention the group because it's a private uh, group. But he said, why, well, what do you call chivalry? And I named a few things that said, like, you know, opening the door, you know, offering to, you know, pick up the check. Grabbing the bags of groceries, like if you see me bringing them in the house, like it's just those little things. Stepping outside of on on the side of me, if we're walking down the street and you stand on the street side, I, that's how I grew up. That's how I grew up too. The man stands on the outside, right? Like want to walk in the inside. That's the way I grew up too. Um, and what did he respond back to you? He he uh he said those are just he said those are just things. How does how does the man treat you? And I said that's part of how a man treats you. Like that's part of how you feel appreciated. Like I don't want to come home and if I'm in the grocery store for hours and hours, which normally I am because I'm trying to make sure I don't forget nothing. And you, but you inside, you sit on the couch, and I'm trying to get the groceries in. You see me making multiple trips, and you didn't budge. That goes into how you treat me. And then I got to put the groceries up too, and then you wanted to cook you a meal. Yes, that's what I'm saying. So all, all of that trickle, it's a trickle down effect for me, right? Because when you think about it. A lot of people's love languages are what you do for a person, right? We talk about love languages and our uh, our group our group discussion uh, last month. But one of the one of the love languages, because I know my love language, I care for the people that I love, and the way that I do that is I make sure you eat. If you give me a ride, I try to give you gas money. Like, these are things, like, in my mind, showing you that I love you. But when you are not chivalrous as my man, that speaks to my love language as you don't care. So it's all about knowing your love language and the way you receive things. And I receive that as you don't care. You would sit here and let me struggle making all of these trips, you will walk into a store or a restaurant ahead of me and not even hold the door open for me. Those things, those things, those things add up and those things start to take a toll. 
I know for me, I can't speak for all women because there are some women that's like, oh, I'm independent. I got it. I don't need no man. Open the door. That's all good for you, boo. I get it. Go ahead, boo. You got it. <laughs> but like you said, you're not in this, you're not too independent for wanting a man to open the door. Put the policy down. You know, <laughs> the little stuff was that I would like to, okay, yes, I am independent. And please hold my door. And I bring you um, a coffee in the morning time. And I would like to bring your coffee in the morning time. Honey, yes, it's like 50-50. And that, and that is, and that is what, that is all I was asking. Like, do you think chivalry is dead? And for those people who said no, please comment. Tell us why. Tell us why you said no. Tell us what makes you believe chivalry is still alive. You know, you may have other stories, better stories. Your husband or your boyfriend may open doors for you. He may pick up the check without you having to ask. He may do all of these things or go that extra mile. Okay, but you know what you said about that? I mean, okay, okay, since you said that, so we could we could hit it on all levels. If we all have girls night and we open up the door, what do we do? We open up the door, we push it open, and all of us come in together. Let's do the same thing. But see, but see, okay, okay. So, like I said, I I I go off of how I was raised and how my ex husband treated me within our relationship, and how my kid's father treated me within our relationship. I can't go off other people's experience because, like I said, everybody's story may be different. I know my story, when I had an ex, all of my exes, except for this one, is not chivalrous at all. And for me, that's a huge turn off. It's a very, it's a very disgusting trait, and I get this icky feeling inside. When things happen, I'm like, you just go sit there and watch me bring the groceries in. Or you just walk past me while my daughter is holding the door open. You're not even going to offer to grab the door type stuff. Like, these things went through my mind, you know, throughout this relationship. And, I, like I said, I, it's based on how I was raised. Other women may feel like, I don't need that. I don't need that. I got hands. I get it. But based on how I was raised and how I've been treated in past relationships, I can't really say, oh, I don't need that. Oh, I don't want that. Because I feel like if I cook you a meal. You're just opening up the door. You go out to the restaurant or at home. Pull my chair out so I can sit down. It's all of that. And see, and uh, like I said, my past experiences, I've had exes who've done all of these things and above. So I think it's, I'm a little biased, and I I may be, you know, set in my ways, because when, like I said, when he didn't do these things, when it happened the first time, I was just like, okay, you know, maybe he, you know, forgot, maybe he hasn't been in a relationship in a while, whatever, whatever. But I brought it up. Because you know I'm, you know me. I need to talk about stuff. I need to get it out and open. We need to have a conversation. And the conversation went 
oh, well, my ex didn't want me to do that. But now that I know, okay. So I expected the chivalry to start, you know, amping up. It never did, though. It got worse. So I feel like his experience has told him, you know, women, they independent enough. They don't want you to open the door. They don't want you to do that. But for me and my relationships and any man that's going to be in my life, I need you to be chivalrous. Okay. Period. And there's nothing wrong with you having that requirement. Okay. And that, and that, that's all. That's all I'm seeing. And I, I found, I found the uh, numbers interesting for for this question. And uh, some of the comments they were very intriguing. But we we're gonna bounce. We're gonna bounce back to a discussion we were having earlier in the show and our question of the week is how did COVID-19 affect your growth because this is growth month right and I talked about you know how it affected my business as far as my catering business I had to adjust and pivot I had to change some things I had to take off some services or put them on pause I'm not going to say they're taking off because once we get past this which we will we're going to be back in full services. You know, it's going to be gone. How did it affect you spiritually, mentally? Emotionally, all of that. We want to know all of that. So, because your growth, like like we've been saying all month, all last month, your growth is so many different things. You can grow in so many different areas. So, we want to know how this pandemic has affected your growth. Right, and you can comment on Instagram, Snapchat, Facebook, YouTube, TikTok, anywhere you see this post posted up. You can always leave us a message right here on Cooking with Positivity, or you can call our number, which is located on our Cooking with Positivity podcast page on Facebook, or you can always inbox or email myself, Kimberly Biggs, or Lisa Deshawn. Just make sure you let us know you're responding to uh Tuesday's talk about a Tuesday's question of the week before just don't put oh it affected my whatever and then expect us to know what you're talking about. All right. Okay. <laughs> and when we come back we're gonna have a little TV talk. Welcome to Wakana, the crown jewel of C B D providing you with relief from crown to toe with a vast array of products from power gummies, water solubles, body cream, and even lube. Or maybe you want to be educated in the world of CBD. You can enroll in Wakana University and become a Wakanapreneur in no time. Don't wait. Hop on over to id.wakana.com and become submerged in a life of CBD today. Are you a diva who does not have time to stop at your favorite boutique or go shopping at the mall and you need everything that's accessible to your doorstep? Be sure to stop by Living 
Diva Style on Facebook and grab all the essentials that a diva on the go will need. Welcome back, guys. Now, as you know, TV has been a lot of people saving grace in this pandemic. And Kim, Kimberly has subscribed to the coronavirus TV, which I do not. I only watch enough coronavirus TV to know what's going on and to give you guys the information. But one thing I found that was very helpful, you know, throughout this pandemic is to watch game shows. You know, things that stimulate your mind. Because we can watch a lot of mind-numbing TV. My grandma used to call it the stupid box when I was younger. <laughs> but, but watching game shows, I feel like it awakens, you know, some things in your mind. I found myself answering trivia questions. I just recently watched uh, The Mental Samurai. Now, this is a game show that... They put you in this little claw bubble, and they flip you from one question screen to the next, to the next, and back again. And you have an allotted amount of time to answer, I believe it's 10 questions, in order to get to the next level and win the money. It's $100,000 if you get all the way to the end. And I found myself answering a lot of the questions correctly. Now, some of them, they're like mental memory questions, which, you know, I think we all can use a little memory work because I go in a room and forget what the heck I went in there for sometimes. So, yeah. And they say, they say if you work on your, your memory daily, then you won't have these problems, you know, later on in life. Okay. Yeah, so I found I found that show to be great. And if you are looking for, like, apps and stuff to help you work on your memory and, you know, your thoughts, uh, Lumosity is great. I used to have a subscription, but I had to let that go. That's a different story. Another show that I enjoy is uh, Family Feud. Now, if anybody watched Family Feud, you know it's a bunch of questions that the general public have been quizzed on answering. And it's family-friendly. It's fun. I enjoy it. I play Family Feud with my kids, and we are kind of obsessed with the show. I even had them watch the old, 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 old version, the black and white version of most. They didn't care, though. They still loved it. So, <laughs> Another show that is good, too, is America Says. It's like our fill-in-the-blank game. But it's what America would say, what a large portion of America would say. So they'll ask you a question, and you have to uh, fill in the blank with what you think the Americans would say. Okay, that's kind of cute. I had a hundred people. Having- yeah. Okay. Yeah, but this is a, it's on a lot, it's on a, like a larger scale. It's like, uh, they, they poll like a thousand people for one question. 
or like million a million people because they get their polls offline. So yeah, that that's like like Family Feud, like you said, but at a larger scale. Okay. And uh, also another show that I watch is Twenty Five Words or Less. Now this show, I am obsessed with Twenty Five Words or Less because it is celebrities mingling with us regular folk. That's one. You can meet your uh, favorite celebrity if you are a, a a guest on this, you know, show. They have uh, people like uh, Tisha Campbell. You know, they have uh, wrestlers and all kind of actors and actresses. I've seen uh, Kim Whitley on the air. I've seen her on there a bunch of times. I've seen uh, Raven Simone on the air. And what the show is, you have uh, you have a list of words that you have to get your team to guess. And when you're going up against the other team, you have to uh, bid if you could do it in less words in order to win the win the tablet first, right? So say we're going up against each other, Kim. Okay. And the the host starts it at. 20, 22 words. I would have to do it in less. So say I say I could do it in 21 words. If you want, and if you think you can do it in less, you would have to uh, bid against me. So say you're going to say 17 words. Then I would I have to, yeah, so I would have to either bid lower than that or just let you have it and let you try it. Okay, and, another game that you can come on. Okay. Yes, and it, this show is uh, it's addictive. I'm trying to tell you. Uh, my kids and I, we be in the house screaming like we on the daggone show because it's that addictive. And especially when it gets to the clue-giving part because it could go either way. Like, you can get sucky teammates that does not get clues at all. <laughs> or you could get you can get a person that cannot give clues at all. Like, I think it was the word uh, beautiful. And the guy just kept saying vanity. Vanity. Skin. Face. And his teammates were like, mirror? What? Grass? Skin grass? What? So, yeah, it, it can it could go either way. And so then all of these are on local TV, uh, 25 Words or Less, America Says, and Family Feud can be found on uh, Fox. So whatever Fox is in your city, your state, and uh, Mental Samurai can be found on NBC. So check your local listings. And Kim, did you have any other game shows that we may have missed? That get your mind stimulated and going. No, you, you name all the angels. You got it down pat. Well, no, I know it's a whole lot more. I just don't watch them on a daily basis. They probably come on the same time as these do. So, <laughs> but uh, make sure you guys uh, hit us up. Let us know if you watch any of these shows. Let us know your thoughts on it. Or tell us what you're watching. We may want to watch it. When we come back, I'm going to leave you guys with a positive note. 
We here at Cooking with Positivity love to support those who support us. Be sure to tune in for our Fun Free Friday episode where you can be a Fun Free Friday raffle winner and win fun prizes from my business, Lisa Deshawn's business, as well as some of our sponsors and some Cooking with Positivity merch. Happy listening. Are you guys enjoying this episode and want to be a part of the show? Be sure to like, subscribe, favorite, share, and follow us on all social media platforms that involve Cooking with Positivity. We can be found on Instagram, Snapchat, TikTok, and YouTube under Zykeia McCoy. Also on Facebook at Zykeia McCoy Inc., Cooking with Positivity, the podcast page, as well as Cooking with Positivity listeners and guest connection group. And ZykeiaMcCoy.com. So make sure you join this positive movement. We would love to hear your story. Welcome back, guys. I hope you guys enjoyed this episode. And be sure to tune in tomorrow for our host chat and interview. And I want to leave you guys with this positive note. Stock up on your knowledge as much as you're stocking up on tissue. Now, I want to elaborate. I've seen a lot of stories where people are buying out tissue. Like it has some magical cure for COVID-19. And I just want you to be as eager with stocking up on your knowledge, gaining as much information as you can, and growing as much as you can during this pandemic. All right. So, again, stock up on your knowledge as much as you're stocking up on tissue. And I hope everybody has a great day and a positive week.